Welcome everyone. Welcome to Play Along Podcast, a podcast where we play through games. In this week's episode, we will be taking on the bottom of the well, talking about the spoopy Shadow Temple, and actually how the Gruta Fortress wasn't that bad. I'm your host, Jared, and today I'm with Kai. Hello. I didn't know who you're going with. I was, yeah, a, little, I got, I was a little nervous. I gotta, be I gotta keep you on your toes. And Ben. Hey, hello. I feel you're not whole, surprised uh, I'm here this new. Last week was like, <laughs> oh, it's Ben? Oh, yeah. Last week, it, was, it was a question last week. Uh, I feel like if that's like a host cliche, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to mix it up. Who am I going to introduce first this time? You're right, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah fit so, right into it. You're telling Just me I should stop. Into the cliche. You know, some what cliche- happens when you listen to too many podcasts is you just fall into the same. There's, there's never too many podcasts to listen to. And you should this listen to all point. the podcasts in the world. Exactly. This is a good one, This too. is the only one you should listen to. This is the only one you should listen to. It's the best one. I mean, I, w- I would um, disagree with that. But... <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. Maybe maybe well, listen to this one and then the, the other one that I'm on, and then that's it. You know, those two. Oh, that's, that's, oh yeah, that's okay. True. That's true. <laughs> just, just Anything those Anything we've done. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> Anything that us three are involved in. Um... Hello, everybody. How, how are you all doing today? I'm doing great. I was doing that before that. <laughs> wow, this, they, this took a weird turn they, early they, on. Because they weren't going to respond. So I They're not here for, for your niceties. We're here for <sighs> Zelda. You're, so. right. you're right, you're right. I'll, I'll keep it on track. In last week's episode, we finished off the infamous water table, which actually ended up not being that bad, aside from just... Switching your boots yeah, every the, 10 the seconds. The annoyance of boots, which actually comes up again in, in this leg. Um... But after the Water Temple, we head back to Kakariko Village, and I, I, I kind of forgot this scene happens. I, I didn't remember this too much. So you enter Kakariko Village, and it's just in shambles. Buildings are on fire. There's smoke everywhere. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I was thrown. I was like, oh shit, I forgot this scene happens. Yeah, I was kind of like, I was unsure of what to do after the Water Temple, truth be told. Um, yeah, I I don't know if it's Sheik telling you or if like Navi comes in and chimes in, but I, again, it, was, it was me just memory. Yeah, for me it was Navi, um, uh-huh. and I actually because I, I mean Saria's son's been pointless since Saria become a sage. She just says the oh, same absolutely. shit now. You talk to she's her, like, and she's oh. like, "Hey, I'm bored." <laughs> what are you yeah, she's like, "Oh, I'm bored, but I'm helping you do higher all like cool." But <laughs> if you play it and then you say no, you don't want to talk to Saria. Navi's like, "Oh well, do you want to talk to me?" I'll, I'll um, talk to you. I know you're lonely. So I was like, okay, I'll talk to Navi. And then she was like, oh, maybe we should check out. I can't remember. She said something about the graveyard. Mm. Um, I think she said something about the graveyard. It wasn't actually about the village. But then you you go to the village. And I remember thinking like, what the fuck? Like the whole place. It's like the Great Fire of London. I haven't been There's gone for that long. <laughs> there isn't a building in this village that isn't on fire. Oh, no. It's actually ridiculous. Bird. Yeah, yeah, it was it was wild. I didn't I didn't remember that. So you you go up and Sheik meets you by the well, and he tells you that the the demon that has been living in the bottom of the well has now been released and is wreaking havoc on Kakariko Village. And this scene that comes next, I also didn't remember. Sheik gets like picked up by I guess this demon and just kind of chucked around. And I was like, oh my god, she's just being yeah. tossed around by this thing. Guys did. I know oh, it really was demon in the well. Yeah, Sheik just kind of absolutely gets, like, there's nothing you can do at all, because you can't see no. anything grabbing him. 
So no, you just kind of just... see his Sheik in the air being ragdolled, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, and, and Sheik gets like launched on the floor, and then you go to protect him, and then you get knocked out. And then you wake up to Sheik being there, and it's like, hey, you have to go to the Shadow Temple to kind of beat this demon. Uh, and then he teaches you the Nocturne of Shadows, which helps you teleport to the Shadow Temple. Also, another pointless song, because that is the only use of it, is just teleporting you to the temple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And after you do that, you have to... Oh, Sheik does tell you that you need a certain item to kind of progress through the Shadow Temple. And he, and he said that it's in the bottom of the well. So you go into the bottom of the well, but as Adult Link, it has been completely sealed off. You cannot go down there. And Ben, you said that you had, you had issues with, with this? I just... I didn't understand why it was blocked, <laughs> truth be told. like Because plot? <laughs> yeah that's that's the only reason you know like you, you sort of look at yeah. it and so it was blocked and the game has kind of primed me at this point that anytime i see a wall with a crack in it i put a bomb in front of it yeah i also put a bomb not remembering what i had to do next <laughs> yeah so uh, this was kind of my big issue it was like i put the bomb the bomb didn't explode up and i was just like well shit what do i do now there was no prompt to mm. tell me to go back in time because right. the idea is you go back as um, you go back as Kid Link, and then you have to play the Son of Storms to the man in the windmill, because that speeds the windmill up, which drains the well, and then gives you access to the dungeon at the bottom. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to claim that I'm an expert on windmills, but I, is that could a spinning windmill drain drain a well? Is that how windmills work? I I mean, sure. windmills are normally used to like grind wheat so yeah i don't really know how it's connected to the world also there's there's like a whole big time travel issue of you know how does yeah how does how did child link play the song seven years ago if he didn't know it at that time yeah and kai and me were having a discussion about that also the confusion so uh, just to explain the context a little bit so you go back in time because you can't enter the well in the adult link timeline. So you go back to younger, a younger link. Uh, and if you remember earlier in the game, when we met, when we first had gotten into Kakariko village and as an adult, you met with the guy in the, in the windmill. And he told, he was all angry and he was spinning his little thing or he's jerking off as Ben was saying. And, <laughs> he, and he was angry because he was like, Oh, seven years ago, this, this little kid came and played the song and he ruined everything. And I'm kind of stuck in this loop. And then he teaches you the song of storms. And so what you do now, as being young Link, is you you do those sequence of events. You go to him and you play the song in his windmill and it speeds it up and then he's stuck in this loop. But it's like, who knew the song in the first place? If he taught it to older you because younger you taught it to him, then who taught it to younger us? We would already have known it. Exactly. You would, you would have known it at that point. It's this massive, yeah, I... massive loophole in the, in the that's whole... Not, that's not how time travel works. Unless, unless there is a secondary link oh who's a puppet master of this whole thing or maybe zelda who knows zelda could mm-hmm. she you know she could have dressed up as link and then played the song <laughs> she's like this is gonna come in handy in the future i feel it i can feel yeah. it. yeah uh, like that's yeah, the only explanation if there's like an alternate reality link who was in our timeline and played the son of storm and then went off to his own timeline it's, i mean it's all very yeah, yeah, it's confusing. The time travel thing in general, there's lots of there's lots of <laughs> that, in, involved in the. Well, I've 
Yeah, I've got I've got on my notes here in brackets very picky. Technically, Link <laughs> should lose hearts when going back in time. And I, you're right. I don't think that's picky. That's valid. Right. It's it's it is valid. And there's there's this game centers around time, but there's a lot of like <clears throat> plot holes and just things that are yeah. like. Meh. I mean, you're back in time, but you still have like 18 hearts. You're fine. Yeah, like, that's. Right. I mean, I've gone back as child Link, and I still have 14 hearts. And and it kind of bigs this whole question up, which is the next note I have here of not so picky. Why can't Child Link just tell Zelda everything? She has the ocarina, so she knows time travel exists. Plot. There's a lot Plot. of times in this game where you just kind of have to go. Well, it's because that's yeah, how it that, that's it exactly. <laughs> that's, there, there really is no, there's no excuse. There's no rhyme or reason, and I don't want to spoil anything, but it doesn't do a good job with this whole time thing. <laughs> I, I'm. For, it's maybe it's a personal fin of mine because I'm always very picky when time travel's involved with something because I'm right. I'm time yet travel. to find. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know, time traveler. Oh, That's God. not how it works, guys. Come on. No. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, no, I'm, I'm. I'm yet to find a game that's done time travel well. I'm really struggling to remember one off the top of my head. Even TV shows and movies, there are very few that do it there are some that do it better than others but yeah i think that and you never played uh skyward sword right you didn't get a chance to play skyward sword no i did not know so there's this area in skyward sword and it's like loose time travel sort of it's called the Lanayru desert uh and it's this big large you know sandy desert and the whole gimmick is like manipulating time but in small pockets so you have this crystal that like goes forward in time just in like a small area. So the big desert used to be a lake and you're in this little boat and it has the crystal on it and you're driving around the lake, but only around you is where there's water and everywhere else is sand. So as you drive around this area, more parts of that area go future, go, go into the future. And I think I did that really well. Okay. So you're creating like a pocket of time around you. Yeah, so it wasn't, you know, there wasn't the entire game centered around it, and it was just like a little pocket, but I was like, oh, this is actually really cool. It is cool that they did that in that game. Yeah, I, see, it can be done well. I feel like it's just, for, for me personally, whenever time travel's involved, I always look at it and I just go, uh, this, 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 this doesn't make sense. Especially in this game. What we found is just like, if you have like a plot hole, or just like, well, how, did, how does this make sense? The answer is always just plot. Because that's it, how it's it the same written. as <laughs> it's the same as when you watch anime. You look at something, you're like, "How is what? It's it's just plot armor. That character it's, can't yeah, die because true. plot armor. It's just yeah." But it's like my one of my other big fins about the whole time travel fin was so I went back as Child Link, and um, obviously you come through marketplace and it's all back and nice and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went into Hyrule Field and I played Epona's Son and nothing. Well, opponent doesn't know you. You're back in time, obviously. But the whole point of opponent's son is that it's the son that opponent reacts to. But opponent's just a little pony. Yeah, it's a dumb little horse. No, I mean, just yes, a little you're, boy. Just a little boy. Yes, young Link cannot ride opponent. If you didn't uh, already figure that out. Um, when yeah, first, I mean, I figured that song, out after. <laughs> right. When you first get the song and you play it as, as Young Link, you know, way back in like our, our second or third episode, opponent does like come up to you. You still can't ride it even in the ranch. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but I mean, in this, 
instance, it's like, uh, why didn't they include it later? The world may never know. Why <laughs> Why can't you ride a horse, even as a child? I don't know. And it's not like you have a strong <laughs> bond, because it, you've been like bonding with Epona for seven years. You were essentially in a coma, and then you're like, hey, how's it going, horse? I haven't seen you in seven years, but you're my best also, friend. Also, you just went back in time. Just go tell people. Be like, look, crazy, crazy things have happened to me. I grabbed a sword. I went forward. I was in a coma for seven years. I'm here to deliver some news. Here's here's well, the here's the thing. Well, the thing is, like, in theory, right? If you were adult Link and you went back in time to seven years ago, um, in theory, adult Link would have the ocarina of time. Still, so you could go to Zelda and be like, "Look, I have ocarina of time from the future. You're gonna throw this sure. in a river." Um, and obviously, I mean, they know time travel exists because the Temple of Time and the the Son of Time, and yeah. you know, she had the Ocarina of Time. Zelda's aware of time travel, exactly. So, and she she has this whole kind of dream, and she already doesn't trust the quote unquote dark skinned man. So, <laughs> I mean, that's that's her words, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just repeating what she I'm said. Just, I'm just saying what she said. Um, but no, it, I mean, it, it, it's it, yeah, it, it's it's obviously it's kind of a whole big gray area but and i mean what's I think, more i think we have to look too, past it <laughs> right yeah what's more interesting too is like this game obviously is centered around time travel and you know going back and forward in time i mean time time is in the name this game set is kind of what started the legend of zelda timeline because after this game the the game split into three separate timelines and then the games that come afterward all fit somewhere in those three separate timelines depending on how this game, quote unquote, ends time travel, whatever. Um, but it's interesting that it, it, it's what started it, and it can't even do time travel right in its own game. And it started all these other games. That's weird. Well, okay. it's just it's just another kind of <laughs> another kind of nail in the in the idea that you know time travel is just really fucking complex to tell properly. Yeah, it's weird. Everyone has their own like idea and take on time travel too. And I mean, just to kind of be that guy for five seconds, <laughs> why did there have to be time travel? Why couldn't you just like? Why couldn't there have been like the sacred realm, and then in seven years' time, you could have been adult Link, and you could have been ready and you know physically strong enough to go and fight Ganondorf. Or, even a better plot, Ganondorf curses you when you meet him the first time and you fall asleep for seven years and you're protected and then you wake up. And there's not even time to read a story. Yeah, you're just like, you know, you're awoken by Sheik seven years in the future who finally found a way to break the spell and then you have to, you know, save Hyrule. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, no. it does. It, Iris, it kind we clearly of... have better story writing. <laughs> not, not being, yeah, it's without without meaning to kind of dig too deep into it. It does, it does make you think. Like, if you can't do time travel properly, why do it at all? Like, surely there's another way that it could have yeah. been written. Because I mean, it's they, cool. I mean, they probably thought like this is a great idea. No one will ever <laughs> think about these plot holes in 23 years after the game comes out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like they're like, oh, nobody will ever think of time travel, and then Chrono Trigger come out, and they were like, shit, god damn it, that's true. <laughs> Chrono Trigger does do time travel. We're another, another working t- it into the podcast. Stopping <laughs> <laughs> subtle hints so he gets that word association of, of being a good thing. You know, Chrono Trigger time travel. Um, uh, but yes, the you go back well. in time. 
Right, the bottom of the well. You go back. You go back in time. You play the song of storms by the the old man that speeds up the windmill and drains the well, and now you can access the bottom of the well. Um, I, I found that I really like these kind of you know spinoff mini dungeons. They're actually like uh, the um, ice cavern. The ice cavern was really fun. Uh, this one was really fun too. They're not very long. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just kind of a a, a gross dungeon just dark there's like fleshy damp yeah there's like skull wallpaper mm-hmm. it's not like the walls it's super flat it's just like a skull jpeg <laughs> of skulls on the wall um, yeah and there's lots of i mean the the kind of the thing that was nice about the bottom of the whale is that it sets up the whole mechanic the of the shadow temple yeah so right. there's you're going through the bottom of the whale and there are like fake walls and like sometimes Navi will like fly over to a skull and you'll press the button and she'll say, Oh, the skull's calling out to me saying, you know, Oh, if you want to find this, come closer. And you mm-hmm. go closer and it's a hole and you fall down like two stories and you're in the bottom and you kind of have to work your way back up. Well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it, it set up the mechanics for the, for the shadow temple really nicely. Yeah. And it's, a, it's an interesting mechanic. I mean, I don't, I'm kind of teetering between thinking it's good and, and, slightly annoying when you're just trying to walk through you're walking and you kind of fall into a hole and you're like well god damn it but it's kind of like a like a learn by failure kind of thing you're like okay well now i know there's this big hole in the floor i have to kind of go around that into the chest or whatever you learn by kind of making the mistake of falling or going through these wrong invisible holes and doors it's a very strange mechanic because it's it's something that gets easier and more fun once you have the item at the end of this dungeon Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there isn't anything crazy in this dungeon. I think you can get some some skulls. How are you going to jump here? over the dead hand and say there's nothing crazy in this dungeon? Yeah, that's, I was like, no, that's what I was getting to. I was, I was getting to. I was going to say, except for the abomination that's the boss at the end of this mini dungeon. I wrote down. Oh uh, wait, where is it? A horrible gooey hand abomination. <laughs> it, so, uh, it looks. I don't even know how you would explain it. I'll, I'll I'll try. So you, you get into a room, and there's kind of like this circle of tall arms. Yes, know, with skinny, yeah. skinny, skinny, gray, skinny, gray, and red hands growing and when like you trees. Get, when you get close to them, they bend forward and grab your head, and by doing so, this fleshy, same colored as the arms, just bulbous monster comes out from under the ground. He has like a really long neck and like human teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, an abomination. Abom- abomination is, is really the only way of of describing this thing. Yeah, it's like gelatinous flesh colored blob, kind of. It doesn't have legs or anything. It just it's like a big slug, like a gelatinous it have hands slug. Either. It has like little like like chicken wing things. But, yeah. So that the whole the whole way you beat this boss is that you have to let the hands catch you. And then, Which would not be my first guess. I'd be avoiding those things if all possible. No, so my first guess was like, all right, okay, we're going to get the boomerang out. We're going to blow them up with bombs. I did everything I could to try and get rid of those hands. Um, but you're supposed to get caught by the hands. Right. They grab you and kind of keep you still, and you mash a button to get free of them. But once you've been caught, this dead hand creature, I only found out that's what that's called. Um, he comes out, well, he, they come out of the ground. <laughs> Don't assume um, it's gender, okay, Ben? <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. And they come they come towards you, and you're supposed to, like, 
it does this really weird animation where it like turns human for a second and like opens its mouth and tries to bite you and you have to block it. It's just the whole time I was creeped out. It's just weird. And then you, you hit it and it tries to run away. Um, and then you have to get caught by the hand again. And it's, it's just a strange fight. It's fast. Yeah. It's very impressive they could make something so terrifying with such little resources. Because <laughs> there's like there's there's bosses in this game. We're like, well, oh, that probably was scary in 1998. Like kids were like, woo! But now it's like, oh, you're just a polygonal sad thing. But this is like, oh god, this is nightmare fuel. Like there's, it's terrifying. I mean, I wrote down I, in my notes too. I was like, this thing terrified me as a child as well as an adult. <laughs> yeah, it is though. Like I don't know. It's the only boss in this game that being low res. And Polygonal actually plays to the advantage of it being creepy. Well, and it's like, the this dungeon is different from a lot of the other ones that we've done so far. Even with kind of just the overall mood of the game. I mean, there is some dark aspects of Ocarina of Time, but for the most part, you know, Hyrule Field is being green and open and sunny. Even when it's nighttime, it's still like the skeletons aren't that scary of creatures. Um, Dungeons that are dark, like the Fire Temple, are still pretty bright and lit because it's of, of the red and all the fire in it but this one specifically is just so dark and gray and this gross little hand monster uh yeah it's nasty i want one of those nasty little hands touching me sometimes both the hands grab or or multiple hands grab you i should say not both because there's several link, link does not give consent to these hand grabs at all no <laughs> not, not even no. in the slightest these were forced hand grabs and i don't appreciate them um eventually you beat it Yes, eventually you beat Dead Hand and you get the item that is uh, important for the Shadow Temple, which is the Lens of Truth. And the Lens of Truth allows you to see kind of those holes in the floors, the invisible (laughs) The Lens of Truth does not allow you to see the plot holes in this game. (laughs) Unfortunately, it doesn't. Um but it does, yes, like I said, allow you to see holes in the floors. It's just a, invisible just a note walls. in the chest that's like, tell Zelda, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's just another link from the future. I, I Even farther in the future, he put it there. He's like, just tell her. I can't. But you can. <laughs> yeah. And then you have the whole plot hole of like, wait, what? Why can't future future link tell her? <laughs> future future link. <laughs> future, future future past link. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, it's, it's no, safe to say Lens of Truth is is uh, it's what we in the UK call a Ron Seal job, um, because there was a, there was a company there was a company in the UK um, called Ron Seal that were like a fence paint company, and their slogan was "Does exactly what it says on the tin." So the the, the whole idea is that if something's a Ron Seal job, it's exactly what it says it is. So like, the Lens of know. Truth is exactly a Lens of Truth. It's exactly yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's what it is. I learned something new today. Look at that. I would say I'd use that in real life, but I'm gonna forget it immediately. What was like, it called? 50, we, the finish you'd say it, and then like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, fire the Ron Seal. <laughs> half of our audience was knows what you're talking about. The other half is like the. Fuck? <laughs> but yeah, you um you equipped it and. It uses magic, yeah, uh, to show you where those holes in the walls could. Oh, yes, because we we talk about the floors, but some of the walls are fake, and you can run through them as well. Yeah, and and what, we'll, what you'll notice in the Shadow Temple too is there'll be you know items that are invisible or doors. Did you just say the Shout Out Temple? No, the Shadow Temple. I thought you said the Shout Out Temple. I was like, what the Shout Out, like... <laughs> Shout Out Temple. Whoop, whoop. 
Uh, I would like to say that the the lens of truth, maybe for those of you who don't know, is just a magnifying glass. It's just a spiky demon magnifying glass. It has spikes and an eyeball. I would have liked it to be a monocle, personally. (laughs) I think that would have been much more useful. And and like the the bracelet, it like shows up on Link's like avatar. He just has like a monocle. Why do why do you have to put it? Why couldn't it just been glasses and you just put them on all the time? And you're like, now I see the truth always. I'd I'd want it to be like one of those glasses with those big fake noses on them. Yeah. (laughs) Sure, anything is better than something you have to equip like a magnifying glass yeah i was imagining like you know those um like late 90s early 2000s 3d glasses that are like white oh, yeah. with a red and a blue <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> what's needed uh like you said like ben said um the lens of truth does drain magic but i i noticed it doesn't do it that quickly i mean i had it pretty much equipped constantly through the shadow temple and definitely need it for the boss of the shadow temple um mm-hmm. But and and they're very you get lots of magic throughout the dungeons and stuff like that. So I don't I don't think magic is really ever an issue in this in this upcoming dungeon. Yeah, which is which is weird because like on the walkthrough, so I was like I knew I was gonna get to the Shadow Temple by just playing the song that Sheik taught me. Because I was like, there's no point yeah. trying to travel, I might as well just teleport. Yeah. Um so I was looking at the walkthrough to see if there was anything I should do before I went. There's and they were like, "Oh, before you go, there's a lot." Um, but they were, "I'm okay." Yeah, I think I'm on fourteen now, and I think I'm okay. Jeez. So, um, they were like, "Oh, we recommend that you get the the extended magic meter from the Great Fairy." Mm. And I was like, "No, I don't think I'm going to do that." No, I did get Din's fire because I didn't have. Um, well, I didn't have Din's fire. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Din's Fire is extremely like I, I don't think you can actually get into the temple without Din's nope, Fire. Maybe you cannot. you cannot. So yeah, that's that's literally essential. Um, uh, looking at the Great yeah, Fairy, makes my magic meter larger. Yeah, I, I had to say, I, 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 had I laughed to. when he said the extended magic meter from the Great Fairy, which is like not even close to a euphemism. <laughs> like, like, you got to make a lot of mental leaps to get there, and I still giggled. I'm like, <laughs> magic meter longer. Um. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, no, magic wasn't an issue. No, no. because the finishes with the oh, lens is kind of top. <laughs> with the lens of truth. In, I mean, I don't want to jump too far into the Shadow Temple, but it was kind of like you equipped it for like five seconds, and then you work out where you need to go, and yeah, you would run to that part, and then you'd like you'd unequipped it, run to that part, equipped again, and it wasn't really, um, yeah. It wasn't something I didn't personally have it equipped all the time, and I never yeah, found yeah. myself running out of magic either. Yeah. So. I would say I had it equipped a little longer. Uh, sometimes I'd forget and be like, "Oh shit, I have the magic, I have the lens of truth on," uh, and I still didn't run out of magic that much. And again, enemies you kill and pots you break give you a fair enough amount of magic where it's n- it's never really an issue in this dungeon. Um, but yeah, like you said, you play the Nocturne of Shadows, you get teleported to. The right outside the temp uh, the temple, which is just kind of on this little above ledge in the graveyard, and then you had head down into this kind of like catacomb looking thing, and you get into a room, and there's a bunch of unlit torches, and that's where Ben was saying you you use Din's fire and it lights all the torches. I remember as a kid trying to like light them all individually with fire arrows, which does not work. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Well, I so so Din's fire is it's weird because it's like this magical ability that the great fairy gives you the same as is it pharaoh's pharaoh's wind yeah pharaoh's wind yeah but they're like 
they're like these diamonds that you equipped onto one of the C buttons, and then you press it, and like Link does this weird like Naruto dance where he starts moving his hands, (laughs) and then like with Din's fire, he slams into the ground, and like this dome of fire comes out. It actually looks pretty cool for a '98 game. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. But those animations, I I was an idiot, and when I went, I teleported to the Shadow Temple. And I went down and I saw there was a bunch of torches and I was like, I ain't lighting these with all my fucking fire arrows. No, I'm going to use Din's fire. But I didn't jump on the platform in the middle. So <laughs> for for anyone who doesn't know, I guess there's like a there's like a circular room almost. Like it's like a big room and there's a ring of torches around this circular platform. And the idea is you stand on the platform, you cast Din's fire and it lights all of the torches because the dome sets fire to them at the same time. Um. But no, I did it in half, so I didn't. I didn't stand like, on the platform. Just so we're clear, it is blatantly clear you're supposed to stand in the middle. It's literally yeah, it, like it's... a pedestal in a perfect circle. Yeah. There's all this weird yeah. writing around it. You're like, that's definitely. You're like, important. you know, I think I can do it from here. I don't have to be in the middle. Did, I, I think I missed like three or four. <laughs> they were like on the far <laughs> side that I just couldn't reach with the Trying to shoot them with fire arrows really quick. Uh, Din's fire does <laughs> use a lot of magic though. Din's fire does oh, use it, a lot it, of magic. It's like a quarter of your magic meter. Like, yeah. Actually, you know what? I, I did struggle with magic because of how often I used Din's fire in this dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have the Sun Song still, so I didn't use them on all the redead. So I just used Din's fire instead. How do you not have the Sun Song? I never got it. But you went to the graveyard to get the hook shot. Yeah, I just didn't get it when I was in the graveyard. <laughs> you don't need fun it. fun fact. It's not it's necessary. Not necessary. Uh, yeah. But then you open the Fair. door to, okay. the, to the shadow temple. You do open the door to the shadow temple, and I would say that this leg of the game was probably one of my more enjoyable ones. I didn't have any kind of, you know glaring issues with any of these temples that weren't due to my own incompetence and inability to, you know, beat bosses or or, you know, be good at the game overall. But I like the Shadow Temple. I think it was I think it was fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean I like the Shadow Temple. Um I would I would disagree a little bit when you was just talking about, you know, your own issues. Like I still hate the water temple. Um <laughs> yes just for reasons we listed in the previous episode. Um, but the actual Shadow Temple, it wasn't actually terrible. Um, no, it was fine. There was... You know, you... The, I was going to say, I did use the walkthrough a fair bit because I did get lost. I think just... I just used the walk. I didn't use the walkthrough until the boss fight, I think. A little bit I used... before. How to get the boss key? I think. Oh yeah. Oh no, no, no. It was. It wasn't the boss fight. It was how to get the boss key. That's when I used. The yeah, that was that yeah. was the bit when I got lost because towards the end it just kind of feels like you have explored everywhere in this dungeon and you're like, I still don't have the boss key. Like, what the fuck? Right. There's also a mechanism in this dungeon that doesn't really make sense. Like, like the item you get. We can talk about it when we get there. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. you and it, it's fairly, it's fairly uh, like it's soon too. Soon. So you enter the shadow temple. You know, you use there's like kind of this crevasse right at the very beginning. You use your hook shot to get across, and you enter a room and there's kind of this another large 
circled area with this weird bird statue in the middle and a bunch of skulls. And if you read the little sign in front of it, yeah. I, I don't remember what it says. I'm trying to... It says, point the beak toward the one, like the skull of truth. Yeah, yeah. So it says like the skull if of truth look... or the one true skull or something. Yeah, if you if you look through the lens, there's like a circle with a bunch of different skulls kind of like on these pillars and only one of them will show up if you're looking at the lens of truth and you have to Correct. move this ginormous bird statue towards that uh, specific skull or you'll fall through the ground. And mm-hmm. I couldn't grasp the pushing mechanics for a couple tries so there i definitely missed it and fell yeah this is this is no one's problem but but jared's <laughs> well because if you push um... it in between <laughs> in between where it like snaps to one of the torches you don't have to do anything you don't have to push yeah and i kept pushing the analog stick forward so it would like move past the torch and when you push it on the wrong torch that doesn't have the skull the floor opens up and you get you fall down into this hole these aren't torches, yeah. by the way. pillars Whatever. he said torch like pillars three times torches. <laughs> i <laughs> i have to I have to back Jared up on this one. Um, hey! <laughs> great. Just because basically it's like there's a giant bird in the middle and there's like a little, a little, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a bit of metal or something coming off the statue. slab that you would like It's push something through. that yeah. only exists in video games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, like, what's you, the point you grab of that? it. There's no. Oh, go on. No, I was like, what's the point other than just being a weird slab that you push out? Like, what's its function? Yeah, it's just That's it. That's literally it. Um, but you grab it, and what I was doing is I was turning the stick as if I needed to turn it to the exact point of where I wanted to face. Wow, that but the way it so cool. the way it works is like if you push to the left, you can like you can move over to the left once, and then Link will turn it. But think of it like like a a pie that's been cut into segments, and you're basically yeah. moving from segment to segment. I thought it was like turn and then stop turning when you got to the right part, but it isn't. It's like if you push it once, he moves. <laughs> yeah, so like if you push it once, he moves from like one to two, and then he moves from two to three. Um, so I was just pushing and pushing, and Link wasn't letting go, and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> what am I doing wrong?" Yeah, you're yeah, both that. both of you overthought <laughs> it. We really did. Literally, just had to push forward one time in an animation plays. It was it was very simple, but it's no, okay. No, you know. You pointed towards the skull of truth eventually. Yes. So eventually you pointed towards the correct skull, and it opens up a door kind of across this cavern on the other side of the room. And you still, there's not any obvious way to get uh, over to the other side. So if you're leaving the lens of truth, it shows kind of some hidden, hidden doorways and hidden paths that you can take. And eventually you get another pair of boots. Yes. Which is the hover boots. Which is what I was talking about earlier in in a vague... Okay. Uh, I, so the hover <laughs> boots come from... Their design, at least, comes from Greek mythology. And they look like the boots that, that the messenger of the gods... I can't remember the... Oh, 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 oh um, Mercury! Thank you. Uh, yes, sure. Let's go with that. Um, but, but, but they don't... You can't actually fly. And, no. and they're really bad at hovering. They should be called the semi-hover boots. <laughs> The they're they're like, yeah, they're like the boots of run off of a ledge and not fall down for two seconds. Yeah, it's like right. in the Wiley e. Coyote uh, cartoons, like, like when you're like you're just like run off a ledge and you just like float there for like two seconds. That that's that's what they are. They that's should have called them the Wiley e. Coyote boots. Yeah, they should have just been like coyote feet. That would have been more accurate. <laughs> uh, what, what gods were you talking about? Out of curiosity, were you talk about Greek gods. 
Yes, messengers. Greek gods. I believe Mer- Mercury is Roman, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hermes. Yes. Hermes! Hermes and Iris are Greek gods. Guys, we yeah. don't claim to be experts on really anything on this podcast. I was, <laughs> I was going off my basis of the, the Hercules movie. I'm pretty sure he's called Mercury in the Hercules movie, so... I can remember Hermes, I, but Hermes is the correct, I think. Yeah. Which yeah, is, I'm yeah. not going to question it. Yeah. <laughs> I probably um, shouldn't have said anything. I went into that not knowing, and I was like, someone will help me out here. Uh, it's uh, the over again. Um, so yeah, you get the hover boots, and, and like Kai said, it's the run off a cliff for two seconds, and you don't fall. So you go back into the room that has that large bird, and now you can make your way across to the other side with that door open. But even still, like, you barely make it, and you are able to like latch onto the ledge and pull yourself up. Like the I, barely make yeah. it across. I didn't make it across. <laughs> I, <laughs> the first like four or five times, I didn't make it, and because I, I was just running in a straight line. Because they're kind of they have this weird like they they slippery. It's the, it's the same ice yes. mechanic. Yes, this is exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like that loss of traction from ice. Um, and then I had a random flashback to game grumps and aaron was wearing these hover boots throughout the, the entire, entire temple yeah I and he was that. sliding around trying to fight people and i was like oh yeah I, and then i had a memory like the, i say memory these are like sort of really small snippets i remember him rolling across ledges and then running mm-hmm. which is what i was doing to get across the ledges you kind of you run as you i don't know if it's because like the animation of the rolling like the game doesn't know that you're off the ledge yet or something, but as you're running up to the ledge, if you roll, you kind of roll off the ledge, and then so you you'll cover like a second of what would be running, and then you when Link like stands up and starts to run, you get an extra two seconds, so you can yeah. kind of, and that's how I was doing it, because um, I not how just... like the boots actually should work. If you do like a cartwheel off a ledge, I'm pretty sure the boots have to be the first thing that hits, or you're just going off that ledge. Even if exactly, just... yeah. Even if they did an animation like they did with everything else, where it just like cuts to the side, you just see like Link kind of like jump hover over to the next ledge. Like what that's a full cutscene, man. They don't got that kind of budget. What are you talking about? Every time you use the long shot, there's a full cutscene. That's like <laughs> I was just you about to say <laughs> the same. It's, it would be the same amount you're of right, effort. You're right. You're right. But no, if they can program fucking Naruto jin, ninjutsu <laughs> fucking hand movements every time you use Din's fire. Like, <laughs> That's uh, true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Luckily, and I kind of alluded to this in the beginning, you don't use these boots far as much as you do the iron boots in the water temple. Like, or at least I didn't. I wasn't equipping and unequipping my hover boots nearly as much as I was doing in the water temple with the iron boots. So mm. that itself, like, you know what? I'll, I'll give you a pass. Was that not your experience? But, but no, I was. I was trying to think. No, I, I think there's there's one moment at the end. I think it's either you just after you get the boss key or just before um, where they're like absolutely essential. But I, I want to say like a good 90% of the time I wasn't wearing those hover boots at all. Well, I think I mean, going way into the, the future here, but fighting the boss, you need to have the hover boots on. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> oh, well, I guess we'll talk about that as we get, <laughs> we'll get, get to that. Um, yeah, so you get the hover boots, you know, have excess and you can walk off cliffs for two seconds um you eventually get to an area that has the same kind of uh little ruby puzzle as the ice cavern did now with blades of death yeah we were we were talking about this like this section of the game gets dark just real quick yeah yeah you walk into this room and in the center is just two 
grim reaper statues with just just massive oh, sides and they're spinning yes. in a circle and i again there's no way to avoid it but no, no, no i was gonna say again like the ice cavern i got hit constantly every time <laughs> yeah are they i they, they can be avoided i don't want to sound like that guy who's like um Oh. It, well, I know if you shield with Link, he kind of like ducks, and I think you can, yeah. you can avoid it. That oh, way. I was using the alcoves. There's oh, like, the little, like, uh, like going into like the little side panels. Him, he's just doing like cartwheels and shit. So <laughs> Back yeah. <laughs> no, there's like yeah. So like I guess like sort of for people who uh, who haven't seen it, like this room you have these giant scythes, but unlike the ice cavern, in this room there are like these weird wooden panel bits that are on the floor. Kind of you kind of have... you have yeah, stop you sprinting from one bit to the other. You have to kind right, of. Right. Um, but yeah, they're like there are these little dug in bits on the side that you can kind of duck into and like come back out. But you still, I still got hit a lot, even with doing oh. that. Is um, it does take a fair chunk of your health. Yeah. Um, after collecting all of the rupees, a door opens up, and I believe that this door opened up kind of the. Uh, shortcut for later on in the dungeon. Like you can come back here and it's like this little shortcut, but you can't do anything in the room currently. Um, one thing that I, I skipped over, which I didn't even realize was a thing, uh, you enter a room and it has one of the little eyeball guys in the center, the ones that shoot you with the lasers if you get too close to them. Mm-hmm. If you bomb them and then play the Song of Storms on that panel, it'll open like a spiral staircase to a big fairy room and you'll be able to repl- re- replenish your energy. Oh. Yeah, so where he was standing, if you play the Song of Storms right there, a big spiral staircase opens up, and then it leads to a big fairy room, and you can replenish all of your energy. I had no idea. I was putting bombs right there. I was like, this looks like it's something, but I couldn't figure it out. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. So, yeah, so out of curiosity, I'm I'm curious now how you knew to play the Song of Storms. Oh. No idea. Oh, we, we, we didn't. We didn't do this. <laughs> no, I, I didn't do this. this I'm looking is, at the this walkthrough. This is hindsight looking at the walkthrough and being like, oh, okay, Oh, no, okay, you, right, right. I didn't do this at all. More, more songs that do things that they shouldn't do. Song of Storms mm-hmm. should make storms, not staircases. But staircases and storms both start with S. Also, you have something <laughs> called the Lens of Truth, and you don't think that that may have been the time to, like, I don't know, see a staircase? <laughs> like, the decision-making is staggering to me. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. yeah so, lo- so I think the there was lots of, like, sake drinking while they were programming <laughs> this game. <laughs> Zelda's in 3D! We're gonna Woo! play a jam and a big fairy's gonna appear, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was just the part that I completely missed. We, reading back through the walkthrough and doing kind of the show notes for this week, I was like, oh shit. You don't, you don't need it, by the way. No, I mean, you know, I didn't use it, and I didn't need it, so. No. And I'm no. the of expert Zelda playing. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it does go on that theme that we've been talking about of random side bits that you just don't know are there. Yeah. I mean, and this, again, this is skipping a lot, but I kind of found out that you don't even really need Epona. Like, Epona is a side quest, essentially. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she's not essential. She's she's literally just for traversing Hyrule Field. Right. Which I was like, I was like, I never realized that. So that's another thing. It's like, wow. That's a big part of the game that's not essential. Yeah. Which is uh, weird because, like, so, sorry, just keep talking about yeah. Epona, but, like, from what I remember, this game is the game that kind of introduced everybody to Epona and made everyone fall in love with her. Definitely. Yeah. Which is ironic that like, she's so non-essential. Yeah. I'm pretty confident this is the first game where Epona was 
in the game, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. And yeah. we were talking about it earlier because, I mean, I did get a Pona in this league. Um, but I feel like just running through Hyrule on this horse felt very, like, intuitive for mm-hmm. how old this game is. Like, this is. I don't think another game did, like, this open world, you know, ability to have mounts. No, and that's what I was talking about was, like, imagine having to go through the effort of programming something like that and knowing that it's just, like, a side quest. Like, you yeah. don't need a Pona. It's not even essential it's not to even, the plot. It's, yeah. But it just yeah. feels... And you've... Yeah, you've got the whole, like, um, press A to make a sprint, and then, like, you've got the carrots that's, like, her energy. You can shoot arrows on horseback as well. Like, it is... I mean, given given the time that it was, you know, it's um, it's very impressive. Yeah, yeah, I think the gap between this game and Breath of the Wild, Wild is yeah. 16 years or 15 years, something like that. Yeah. Breath yeah. Of Wild. And they still use the same carrot mechanic. Yeah, Breath Which of Wild. shows you that, I mean... Out of the things they took out of this game, I mean that's something that works. Exactly. Um, um, yeah, back fix it. There you go. <laughs> uh, back to the, the Shadow Temple. Um, like I said, the, collecting all the rupees in the little scythe Grim Reaper area opens up your little shortcut for much later in the dungeon. Um, and then you, you go through a couple of hidden doors and, and hidden pathways, and there's this one hallway that I had issue with every time that has like maybe three. Maybe five giant skull spiders, the skull mm-hmm. spiders, yep. that oh, will like send down from the sky. And every time I ran got directly past the first one, into them, no, 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 not all of them. No, but got but... by the first one, got past the second one, and every single time I hit the third one, I ran into it. Mm-hmm. Every single time I walked through that hallway, the He's third very, one he, always hit. He was me. very upset. Are you are you talking about? Um... It's like a hallway that goes down, and then in the next yeah, room there correct. are like scythes that you, are like these fins, like, like guillotine yeah, blades. Yeah, yeah, and it's sloped downward. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's before you get into this big guillotine room, which is another. Which, the fact there's a guillotine room in this dungeon is like this is supposed to be Zelda. Yeah, but the fin is as well. The whole time, I was kind of playing it as 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 cool as it is to like have these, you know, spiders coming down from the ceiling and cool. these guillotines and stuff. <laughs> But none of it's related to the lens of truth, which was no. like this this Actually, item that Sheik said you needed. I think if you and it, it doesn't make sense in this context because why would you ever do this? But if you use this lens of truth and look up, normally if you didn't have lens of truth on, you would just see the ceiling. But if you have the lens of truth on, it'll show a, like a, a hole where the spider is sitting. Okay. Because if, I mean, you're, if you're in that room, yeah. you hear like the little spider noises, and if you're like use the lens of truth and look up. You can see them in there. It doesn't make it any less difficult to not run your face into them when they come no. jumping down. But yeah, it's it's just, they do kind of use it. You would never look. You up, worked though. your way through this hallway a couple of times. It's not like you go through this oh, one. No. So at, oh no, yeah. Third time you're going through here. You're just sprinting through the hallway, and you're like, dodge that spider, dodge that. Spider. Okay, well the third one, there it is. Every time yeah. I go through this hallway, that damn third spider got me. And you just, I guess, for like a bit of context, so you you go through this hallway and then you end up in this room with like guillotine blades that are coming down um but i i thought i thought it would have been nice to maybe be able to hear the guillotine blades but not see them and then have the yeah, lens of truth kind of sh- yeah have the lens of truth show you what like where the guillotines are that would be pretty cool like just the blades um but i mean that's just that's that's just yeah that's me being being picky. I actually really like this this little section of the game. It felt like a like a very dark <laughs> obstacle course that you had to go through. Yeah, you're jumping over these ledges, you're like going through guillotines, and you're fighting 
giant, uh, the big skull dudes, and you're you're going up and down moving platforms, and you're avoiding. Oh, can we can we talk about the fucking? So there's like these there's guillotines. You got three of them, and um, they're all on ledges, and you have to use the hover boots to get over the ledges to get to the next one. Right. But on the last guillotine, there's that random flaming skull that jumps oh, over the fucking yeah. top of the guillotine, exactly. and it hit me every, every time. single time. <laughs> Every single time, you just you that I'm noticing. Yeah, yeah. Things you're running up. along, and, and it just yeah, you're running along, and it just out of nowhere jumps over the top of this guillotine blade as it comes down, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, and then the, that last platform has the little skull boss or the skull dudes on it that you have to fight. And I actually noticed that you, if you keep like, if you move yourself in a certain way, they'll just like run off the edge. They'll like because they kind of circle you back and forth around you. And if you like hit it in the right spot, they'll just walk off the side of the cliff and die, which is great. Oh damn! I think I've just realized why you need the hover boots for the boss. Um, okay, that should be interesting. And it, yeah, it sorry, it, I just I'm, I'm excited to hear how you did it because it makes it real difficult. With <laughs> it was real fucking difficult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I I like those skulls, those skeleton warriors that you fight. Yeah. Um, I know it probably sounds weird, but they're some of my favorite enemies on yeah. this game because they're until you get to Gerudo Fortress they're one of the few that's enemies a, that actually feels like a proper sword fight that's what yeah. I was going to say too kind of your first taste is, is Dark is Link yeah, and then Dark you Link. have these and then as we move forward there's more enemies that have the same programming kind of Stolfos that's what the skull, skeleton guys are calling people Stolfos good for you reading the, the walkthrough <laughs> watch one called Skeleton guys I wanted to know what their actual name was I forgot masquerading as a Zelda legend and it's just nope yeah. I'm a fan I, I don't claim to be an expert mm. see my, my four high yeah, story books around the corner yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah you make your way through this in my opinion fun little obstacle course uh, there's another like uh, grab the silver rupee puzzle that I think opens another door kind of across the way. Yeah, with spinning little... Yeah, more spinning little, like, metal things. Hockey pucks? I don't know. <laughs> Question mark? Question mark? Oh, this calls them blade traps. Sure. Why not? Why Why? why not? Blade traps. Blade traps, man. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> why not? So you make your way through and uh, past the little blade trap thingies, hockey pucks, and it leads to another room... Uh, and this room was cool because this one has the big, has it's like a long hallway and it has these big square spikes, mm-hmm. almost like pistons going up and down. And you have to try to figure out how to get across this without being smashed by these big square spike things. Uh, then you, tr- you turn around, you figure, you use the lens of truth, and there's this block that is kind of tucked into a wall, and you pull it out and you push it, and as you push it, it kind of stops the spikes from from hitting you as you go across i thought it was super cool classic uh, crescent moon with the star block which yeah i don't know how that became the iconography for for the blocks of this game but uh, i don't don't know what they represent uh yeah but it's it's a very it's a very nice mechanic to have because you you kind of you get the block to this point where these two pistons coming down cannot hit you at any point um, and they keep going, but they hit the top of the block, and you just kind of have free reign around the little area at the bottom. But yeah. um, I was I was very impressed. Again, like not to keep sort of saying the same stuff, but because it's an older game and because it's on the N sixty four, I was kind of I was surprised to see something like that. 
You know what part of the game I didn't like? The part of the section. Wow. The stupid... Cause, so there's, a, there's another hallway where there's like these, these fans that blow you around. And now you have to actually equip the iron boots as well. And you have to try to get through this little hallway. Is that after or before this? That's after this. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't remember. Yeah, but you're right. Time is a flat circle. Um, so yeah, you're using the iron boots and you're going past... Again, there's the little kind of like hockey pucks that are moving back and forth. And is this interesting how they mixed using the iron boots and then having to switch the, quickly switch and then use the hover boots to get over ledges and stuff like that? But I hated that. I hated being blown around by this. I thing. yeah, I know the fucking. I had to think about it for a second. I just had to pull the walkthrough up to see what you're on about. But yeah, there there are like random fans on the side of the wall that just kind of blow you. What's oh hello Ben. Oh, um, what's what's <laughs> wow? What's worse is eventually later on finding small keys, opening doors, using your the lens of truth. You get to another room <clears throat> that is kind of this uh, hallway that has a strip of of concrete you're on, and, and very large crevices on each side, and there's fans, and you're like, okay, I have to use my iron boots to walk across this because I'm going to get blown blown around. Which, what you're actually supposed to do is just use the hover boots and let the fans blow you around, and it blows you into the spot that you need to go to. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, it's like this weird little hallway that's off to the side in a, in, in a wall. Right, I was like, it's, it's, it's very strange. by the lens of truth as well, so you have to have that equipped. I mean, you don't, because you essentially get blown into where the, the little slot is, but I was like, what the heck? I want to know who built these dungeons. Like, like in the lore. Like, what was the goal uh, here? Yes. They're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to have a room with a hallway and then just like nothingness to the side of it and then some fans and it's going to blow you into a secret passage. Wait, wait, why? Like what What? What was the point of these dungeons prior to Ganon? Yeah. Like, and all his evil minions going in them. Exactly. I mean, you it? have to assume he made them. Maybe that's it. Maybe they didn't exist sick, prior to... Sick mind. <laughs> Well, because the, the whole the whole kind of lore of it is that, if I'm understanding it correctly, that Ganon has kind of cursed these different areas and has something that is the embodiment of the curse. So in the Water Temple, he had cursed Sora's domain, right. and the, the embodiment of the curse was the boss, like the amoeba fin that you fight at the end. Right. So when you defeat that, you've defeated the curse. Um, so I mean, you you have to assume that Ganondorf kind of created this to house whatever he was cursing. You know, it, it'd be like the same as like in the Harry Potter lore where Voldemort makes the Horcruxes. <laughs> That's so funny because Kai just said Horcrux. He like whispered it into the mic right before you said that. <laughs> it's it's the same idea. You know, you you have the embodiment of this fin, and then you hide it. You know, like the final Horcrux. I had spoiler if you haven't read or seen it or whatever. But spoiler. the final Horcrux in Harry Potter is Voldemort's snake, like the one thing that people wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. So that was the last one. It, it, you know, yeah, you have to kind of assume that. I mean, otherwise, yeah, who 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 would make them? It's not like the Zoras are making the Water Temple. They're like, what can we do next? Okay, I'll take your explanation. Uh, so you go through the magical hidden hallway. You go through the magical hidden hallway. Have we skipped over the boat? Or are no, we that's just... no, 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 we're, we're right getting now. to the boat. 
No, that's when okay. we go through lots of different hallways and doors and lenses of truth. And you get to the Phantom Boat. Yeah. Which I completely forgot about. Because, <laughs> of course. Phantom Boat. You know what didn't have a Phantom Boat? The Water Temple. You know what does have a Phantom Boat? <laughs> Shadow the Temple. Shadow Temple. You know what the Shadow Temple doesn't have? Shadows. Shadows. You mean really? it does have the, the doesn't the have Shadow Link? You know what has the Shadow Link? Water Temple? <laughs> no. Yeah, it was the Water Oh, yeah, temple. you're right. It was the Water Temple. Yeah. So Water Temple doesn't have a boat, but it has a shadow, and the Shadow Temple has a boat, but no, but no shadow. So I hear what you're saying. I slow clap. I, the, I don't the, have an answer for the for game you. developers. <laughs> uh, yes. So you get into a room, and this this is the area that is the shortcut that I was talking about before. So that room, there's kind of a block blocking your way to the entrance to the what block blocking was, was another silly. word to use. It was just silly. <laughs> Uh, a block blocking the way to the phantom boat and you pull that out and that block gives you access to getting onto the phantom boat and now if you die or need to go back you have the shortcut uh no jared did not do this correctly and left it blocked the first time and then died and then we couldn't use the shortcut and had to go all the way back through the dungeon just to get to the phantom boat so damn yeah i i i died the first time fighting the boss and had to go back. I did do the block because you have to do the block to get up to the boat. But I was going to, I was like, oh, I'll go and kill all the sculptulas that are hanging to get hearts. Mm. And I fell off to where the, the blades are, the, the, the guillotine <laughs> oh, blades, no. and there's no going back. So I had to do the whole dungeon over again to get back into the boat area. Yeah, it was, it was real bad. I just wanted hearts, guys. I was uh, like, I only have three. If I'm going to this boss again, I need to have more hearts. See, I the first time. If you'd played the Son of Storms after you killed the Bemo, then the staircase would have appeared and you would have been able to go to the fairy. Oh, yeah. That's That's true. That is a good point. Uh, Using the walkthrough that you supplied for this game that you love so much. (laughs) We've made it very obvious that I'm not using the walkthrough in this game. (laughs) Yeah, or good decision-making in general. Well, Uh, You jump onto the ghost boat and two more uh, Stolfos. You play Skeleton Men. Song of Time? Yes. It's Zelda's Lullaby. Zelda's Lullaby, there you go. It's yeah. one of the two. Because it makes the boat sleepy, and that makes the boat go forward. Clearly. That was uh, yeah, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. <laughs> You're right. Why nice. is it not the Shadow Temple song? The world, nice. the world may never Because the Nocturne of Shadows is too long. Zelda's Lullaby is quick. Right up left, right up oh, left. Oh yeah, you should have you should have seen Jared trying to play the fucking Song of Shadows. It was <laughs> oh, yeah. it was rough. <laughs> I was just trying to do it off memory. I didn't look at it. I was like, I got it. And it was like a, like five minutes of me trying to figure out. Yeah, just out. pressing every button and playing. I can't I even I... remember. Yeah. See, it's not. Memory. I know. I know. There's one point that's like you go right, a right A or something. Yeah. See, there you go. Uh, yes, yeah, so you get onto the the ghost boat, the phantom boat, rather. You play Zelda's lullaby, and now the boat is progressing through this ghost river? There's yeah. no water. It's just it's kind, of kind of floating, floating in the yeah. ether of the, the dungeon. Yeah. It's like a river sticks situation. Yeah. And what's really interesting, and I again, another part of this du- uh, temple that I forgot about, is while you're fighting the Stolfos, which was very distracting for me. I didn't know what the end, end goal was for this boat. I was just trying to kill the Stolfos. Out of, no- out of nowhere, Navi's like, Link... You need to get off this boat. We're sinking. And it plummets <laughs> into the depths. And you have to jump off before it gets sucked into the ether. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't manage that the first time. <laughs> I, I killed one of the stall foes. And then I was fighting the second one. And I'd managed to get a good couple of hits. And I was like, I can beat this guy. And I saw some message from Navi. And I was like, yeah, Navi, fuck off, man. I'm fighting a stall like, Shut up, you stupid <laughs> fairy. I'm killing things. 
Yeah, and then I fell into the ether and I was like, oh. Okay. What does it spawn you after you fall off? It's like right in the beginning of the boat, like before you jump on? Um, I want to say yes. It was either there or like a room or two before. Okay. It's either that or death. Or so yeah. those are your options. That's true. Yeah, that's that's uh, the one time there's permadeath in Ocarina. Just, just right there. Yeah. Starts, you, just start, start, oh, you just wake up in the forest and you're like, well, time time to do it again. Anyway, you jump off and yeah. then you are met with a great chasm, which I assume is, is where another boat may have been previously. Yes. Uh, and it took us it took us a hot second to figure out this. It took Jared a hot second. I figured it out. I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> but you were with me trying to figure out in that hot second. Yeah, but uh, I was I they... figured it out, but I couldn't do it. <laughs> what? What? So it, it was okay. Oh, right, like so, you, you physically weren't able to do it because you you couldn't like do it. Yeah, so I, I guess we'll just talk about it. So there's like a big pillar on the other side of this chasm, um, and there are some bomb flowers in front of it. And the idea is you shoot the bomb flowers with a fire arrow, and it blows the bombs up, and then the chasm falls down and acts as a bridge for you to get across to the boss room. That is the part you're talking about, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And okay. how you're alluded to that is on the opposite side, there's kind of what looks like the bottom of this pillar, maybe a pillar that was already broken. And then on the side, you're standing on the little head of the statue. Yeah. I'm going to describe it as a bird because yeah. I don't it's know actually bird. what it is. But there's just bird. these yeah. very sharp, jagged like wings sticking out on the side that you're on, which match the top of the statue on the other side. Yeah. Uh, so you, I, I was trying to shoot it for some reason. I thought my fire arrows were hitting the bombs. They must not have been. Because they the arrows do this thing where they have a certain distance, it seems. And after the distance, they just kind of dissipate and stop. So I don't know if I was like too far. I don't know what. I, I purely, I'm guessing, I don't know why I wasn't hitting the bombs. I was aiming right. at the bombs. I was shooting them. And they just wasn't igniting for some reason. It took me like five or six attempts. Uh, I tried throwing a bomb over there at first, and that definitely didn't uh, work. <laughs> Jared was very lost, and I was like, clearly you have to shoot a fire. Okay, whatever. And he was like, you. that's not what you have to do. And I was It's like, the only yeah. time that you need them since we've gotten the fire arrows. This is their that's one true. purpose. Yeah, like, what happens if you don't get them? You're fucked. And you show up here, and you're just like... You're screwed. Wow. Like, literally, you have yeah. to go back. Well, it's the same with Den's Fire. I mean, Ben, if you, if you went through the whole game without getting Den's Fire, and you come to the Shadow Temple... You have to go back and get Din's fire now because you cannot. Yeah, but that's, with a, that. that's at the beginning of a dungeon. That's you're true. now like almost at the end of a dungeon, and you're that's like, true. I don't know what to do. That's true. Go back, but go then back. it also also does make you worry. Like, it you make you wonder. Did you try to go across with the hover boots at all? Yeah, so we tried first. Yeah, we tried that. And you're like, nope, not gonna make that. Yeah, I, I tried that at first. I was like, oh yeah, I got hover boots. I'll make that. No. You, you don't even get halfway. It's chasm, a very big chasm. Once, once, once again, okay, the, the chasm's big, but it's not that big. It's definitely like if you had something called hover boots, you'd be like, I could gap that. Yeah. No, <laughs> these are some off-brand ass hover boots. That, <laughs> some yeah. discount hover boots that we found in this dungeon. Even if Link like jumped halfway and then hover boots the rest of the way, like yeah. Come on, Link. Uh, but what you're supposed to do before that, because I didn't do that before, is as you jump off, as Navi warns you that the ship is sinking, you jump off onto the ledge. There's another door to your right. And you go inside this door, and it's a room, and Star Wars style, there is spiked walls closing in on you as you're in this room. Mm -hmm. And for the life of me, I could not figure out. And if if you look to your right, you can see that there's the boss chest, the the boss key chest. There's also re-deads in there. Yeah, there's re-deads in there. They they don't matter. 
Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Literally the only other detail about this room. It doesn't matter. It's it fine. Doesn't matter. But I could not figure this out for the life of me. Yeah, it's not very clear. I could not figure it out. Did I, you Did I, you figure I, it out, Ben? Were you like... I, um... Well, initially... So, so you go in and there are these spiked walls, but it's very obvious that the spiked walls are wooden. So my first response was like, oh yeah, cool. Fire arrows. No. Fire no. arrows is not the answer, apparently. Well, fire arrows don't work? No. We shot fire arrows. I don't think we did. Fire yeah, arrows did. don't work. Oh. You have to use Din's fire. The idea is yeah. you use Din's fire to burn the spiked walls. Yeah. Which... No, and I got crushed. Which makes... <laughs> yeah, I, I was, got crushed, I which makes no sense. It makes no sense, because I... I'm firing... <laughs> Firing fire arrows at wood and it doesn't work, but I ninjutsu and create a fire dome and it's fine. Like, what? <laughs> also, there are holes in in the walls of the, yes. the wooden panels that look like, oh, that's like a link-sized hole. Like, if yeah. you dove in the correct way, and there's no diving in this game, obviously, but if he dove through it, he'd be able well, to even with, like, the I mean, there's a climb the mechanic. Right. Even with like the positions of the spikes, I feel like eventually he could just like yeah. you know position himself enough where he's like like no, you can fit through there. None of that. Also, there's there's holes in these walls, so that it's like oh, you have to shoot through That's them and kill the enemies before it crushes. Like once again, the overthinking that can happen in this game of like this is what needs to happen, and then it's like no, you just need to use dense fire, and then they it's not it's not like oh they burn into ash. They literally just dissipate into nothing, and yeah. then the room is yeah. empty. Like, do you know uh, what would have been really really cool? Is if they were fake, and it was like oh. an illusion for like lens you, of truth, you, and you could actually just run through them. Well, I, I think that what I did at first, I was like, "Well, maybe they like you're supposed to get crushed." Like eventually, like, they'll stop like right before you. <laughs> the terrible idea. And I got crushed, and I was like, "Nope." That well, was I'm glad you kept that in your head. <laughs> well, like you were saying with the lens of truth, maybe it's like eventually you turn on the lens of truth, and you realize that they're fake. And if you just let it hit you, you'd realize that and be able to walk through them. Or not even that they're fake. You put on the lens of truth and realize there's like a perfect like inlet hole, hole that you can just like stand <laughs> in and it'll just pass through you. And you're like, ah. it, it, I understand why Jared fooled that though. Because, you know, because he's a the, simple, the whole, simple <laughs> the, the whole The whole idea of this temple is that, you know, it's like trickery and like, you know, yeah. what's real and what isn't. So, they definitely tricked us with Gavin yeah. Houston's fire. That's the biggest trick of all. Inspire. Yeah. Uh, so you use Inspire, you kill the Redeads, and you get the boss key, and you get the boss key, and you head back to the the main room where the you knocked over the pillar with the bombs. Uh, there's a chest there, and it leads to a room that, I mean, it first looks empty, just a big black hole. If you put on the lens of truth, there's kind of these platforms that you have to get to, to get to the other side. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really have an issue with doing this. If you jump on those ledges and you turn off the ledge of truth, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, it's like, oh, I'm good. good But you get to the end of of, of that little room, and there's the giant boss door. You get to the boss room, and you fall into a hole. And hold on, hold on. Okay, before we we introduce (laughs) this boss, uh, I have played this game before. I I had no recollection of this boss, and I was like, I don't know what what's gonna happen. So I asked Jared, "What what is this boss?" And he described it to me, and I thought he was lying. I also told you the name. I was like, it's like Bongo Bongo, and described it. And he's like, yeah, he was no, like, he's like, true. there's this boss, and its name is Bongo Bongo. And I said, no, there's already a King Dodonga. There's no way there's gonna be a Bongo Bongo. That's ridiculous. No one would, no one in their right mind would would do that. And then he's like, yeah, 
it's a hand and it plays a giant bongo and i'm like you're lying to me i'm like i can tell you're lying and he had this cheeky little smile and i was like yeah it's dumb that's not a real thing yeah it's, it's a giant sentient bongo playing penis really it, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. head, its head is so phallic yeah it's yeah. wild. i don't i don't even know how to describe it really it's it's this big monster and it has it's a, strange it's head his head is very elongated and phallic looking, and the end opens up with a little eye. Oh, yeah, it turns gross. bright red, like a. Uh, and mm-hmm. it has these floating arms, these floating hands rather, and the and the hands play the bongos. And what I was saying before, bed alluding to, is if you don't have the hover boots, when he plays the little drum, you kind of hop in the air. If you have the hover boots on, that just doesn't happen. You hop up, you hover, and you go back down, and it doesn't like launch you as much. You don't lose any kind of momentum. You can still progress in the boss very easily. Yeah, I realized that. Like that point where I was like, I just realized why you need the hover boots. I realized that once he slaps you up, you'll just kind of hover. Um, I did not use the boots at all for this boss, and it was a pain in the ass. <laughs> That's unfortunate. The first time I, I could not remember what to do in this boss and this was when i died and i had to go back and i went the wrong way and i had to essentially the whole dungeon all over again um but the second time around he was very easy so what he'll do is his main body will become invisible and the only thing you can see is both of his hands and if you shoot his hands with arrows they kind of get stunned and when you shoot one the other one will either like try to do this like karate chop or try to grab you and squeeze you and hit you and if you shoot the other hand his main body will appear or rather, you use you use the lens of truth to see his main body, and the little eye will open up and he'll charge at you. If you shoot that with an arrow as well, he'll get stunned, and then you can hit him with your sword, and you kind of just repeat that over and over again. Um, yeah. And the second time I went in, it was very very quick. I beat him easily. A couple things here. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna just gonna throw that out there. Uh, Shadow Temple, uh, bongo themed. Not what is reminiscent of shadows <laughs> in my mind. Maybe a music temple. You know. Or a dark link. The Dark Link would be a good would have would have been great, but 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 Bongos maybe not the greatest thing to go with. Some fun backstory for Bongo Bongo. Bongo Bongo originally had his hands attached when they when they developed the game, but it looked so ridiculous that they decided to unattach the hands because they were so disproportionate to the body that they, they physically it just looked like it couldn't exist. So they decided to attach it, and I learned that. Um, yeah. Also, if you Google Bongo Bongo looks like a penis. Nothing related to Zelda comes up. So apparently <laughs> I'm the only one who thinks that Bongo Bongo is phallic. Please don't do it because the things I see I can never unsee. But uh yeah. Yeah, I have to I have to agree. I have I have here in my little notes on the Discord uh Bongo Bongo, cool idea for boss, very fun, strange choice for Shadow Temple. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, like, no, I I'll agree. Like I think that having the the, the hands hitting a drum and it launching you up and having to use the hover boots as well as using the lens of truth. You know, you're kind of using both of those items that were essential in this dungeon. I think it's good. It's still the shoot the red eyeball and slash it mechanic, which is kind of all of these bosses, but he was a, he was a fine boss. Yeah. But like you said, a strange choice for the shadow. Read the room. Read the room. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, you, you've got this, this shadow temple where the whole idea is, you know, making you wonder what's real and what isn't. Is that a fake door? Is it not? You know, is it a fake wall even? And then none of that really comes into the play in the boss fight. The only choice, the only time you use the lens of truth is to see where his body is to shoot him. Correct. That's yeah. what I was going to say. It's like you just see it, use it to see where he is so you can shoot your arrows and actually hit him. But other than that, I would say the main item, well, I mean, the main item you use is the bow in this 
in this boss fight, but other and than the, that, and the, the boots, boots, the hover yeah. boots, yeah. Well, for some of us, at least. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because, um, I mean, once he knocks you in the air, it's uh, it's a good two or three seconds before you can do anything again. Oh, that's and what He continues moving. Yeah, that's what I did the first time, and I was like, this is impossible, and I was like, oh, wait, I have to use the boots. I just have the boots equipped at the entire time. In a in a satirical universe uh, of like an offspin of this, I want to see like the scene where Ganondorf is ordering the parts to construct like a thirty foot large bongo drum. It's just like having to negotiate the price of like bongo components and trying to explain why this is necessary. Like that would just not. I'm not, I'm not paying ten thousand rupees for two bongos. And then yeah. an extra five thousand rupees for delivery. No, that's ridiculous. I'm Ganondorf. <laughs> Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? That's it. You're gonna be an enemy. Just, in one just, of my the, just the townspeople somewhere, just stitching together like forty thousand cows. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> why does he need this? <laughs> is that a twenty-story drum? What is he using? Just this in the off chance that a child goes back in time to get through the well. <laughs> I thought this was the Shadow Temple. <laughs> I don't know. Why does it look like a know, penis? We yeah. <laughs> they got bored and they, they were just like, you know what, let's make this a little fun for ourselves. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Uh, what's hilarious, because I'm also just, you know, scrolling through the, the walkthrough as we talk here. Uh, there's a very large and brightly colored box that says, if you do fail to defeat Bongo Bongo on the first try and you find yourself back at the entrance of the Shadow Temple, don't worry, do not fret. There's a shortcut to get back to the boss chamber, which I did not do. Which he did not take. I did not take. Nope. Um, but you eventually. Oh, it literally takes you straight to the fucking boat. Oh yeah, no, it, it's oh it, no, straight it to is the boat. so convenient. You, you you get you miss out on so much backtracking if you just went through that area. Yeah, I, it wasn't even my fault. I knew about the shortcut. I just fell off the ledge, and at that point, there's no going back. <laughs> no, no, you're in there. Oh yeah, well, you beat Bongo Bongo. So you beat Bongo Bongo. You get another heart piece. Add it to our repertoire of hearts that we have, and you find out that. Who else? But none other than Impa is the guardian of the Shadow Temple. Another thing that, that makes, makes sense. No <laughs> sense. Where was she this entire time? Why is she the Shadow Temple guardian? Who yeah, knows? Like, she... We're out of main characters. <laughs> we're out of main characters. Forever. Wait, wasn't it? Because don't you do you take this on as adult Link or child Link? As adult Link, is adult, it? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I vaguely remember. I vaguely remember Sheik saying something you know when the creature comes out of the well right, back like before that, that dungeon yeah, I yeah. vaguely remember Sheik saying something about Impa being at the Shadow Temple or doing something trying to stop the Shadow Demon or whatever it was she was protecting something well what we learned is all of these guardians are really bad at their job which is weird though, I thought Sheik like, was the worry, last I'll get it. And like, I thought Sheik was the last Sheiker so she it wouldn't be the last Sheikah because of Impa. Or maybe she knew that Impa was going to die. Maybe she's not because she's the Shadow Temple Guardian. Yeah. Yeah. So you get you beat Bongo Bongo. You get the you get the heart container. Bongo Bongo. Yeah, Bongo Bongo is a strength <laughs> thing. And you get the Shadow Medallion from Impa. Which gives um, you strength. Not really. That's what they tell you. Every time you get a medallion, they're like, you now have my power. Like, but there's no power you, you actually get. Uh... And for me, next after you finish the Shadow Temple, you're supposed to head towards Gerudo Valley. I don't remember if there's if there's yeah, I don't remember if there's Navi telling you that or or anything, but I just remember that that's the next step. But for me, I went and did the uh, 
race and go to um, Lon Lon Ranch to get Epona. So I met with mm-hmm. Ingo. So Ingo is kind of the evil older brother of the 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 fat man that was there before that was blocking the way to get into Ohio Castle way, way they in the beginning. They were brothers? Yeah, they're brothers. I did I, not get they're, that. They're, they're, they're designs based off of Mario and Luigi. Oh, that's right. That makes the backstory so much worse. Yeah, because he just yeah. screws his brother out of the, yeah. the ranch. Anyways, Ingo, the evil brother, is now... Essentially, he's like, Ganon's a great dude. He gave me this dope ranch, and, you know, fuck all of you guys. And uh, he's like, oh, hey, if you pay money, pay me some rupees, I'll, I'll, I'll let you ride some horses. And you pay him, I think, ten, ten rupees? Yeah. Ten. Yeah. And you go in, you play Epona's song, and Epona recognizes the song and comes up to you and you ride her around and if you talk to Ingo a couple times which I didn't realize that you have to talk to no, him multiple no, no, no. times so you, you have to never... jump the fences oh that's not what the walkthrough I read said I mean I so think you, have, oh, okay. you, have, you have to ride the horses once okay and you can talk yeah. to him and he won't do anything and you have to ride mm-hmm. the horses twice so you need 70 rupees total because you have to pay to ride the horses at least twice and then he'll let you race but the race is 50 rupees oh so on the on on the one that I was using the one that we um, provided for you. The one you provided, yeah. It was <laughs> you You ride it once, you ride a pona once, and then you have to ride a pona again. On the second time, there are like two fences in the area where you ride a pona. If right. you jump over both of the fences, he goes, Oh, you're getting really good at that. Like maybe you want to have a race sometime. And that's the prompt to go and talk to him to get the to get the race going. Yeah, and the problem with this, so I did this, I paid, so I did this multiple times, so I had to pay him twice to just get to the race prompt in general, because I didn't understand how this worked, clearly. Uh, and you do the race, and the first time, I beat him, it was fine. And Ian goes upset, and he's like, you know what, let's race again, this time if you win, you can take the horse. Oh, 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 oh. We are missing a key point here, which the first time Jared did this, he didn't use a Pona. What? You just ran, rode a random oh, horse. No, you're right. I did. I did ride a random horse. Yes, because to be fair, there is a horse that comes up to you that's all like decorated. Yes, it's like this is the horse you're supposed to ride. And yeah, and you use that one and lost. Yeah, and then an opponent comes over that's like half the size, and you're like, oh wait, no. Yeah. So I, I did the first race, I won, but I lost the second race. So then I had to mm-hmm. go back to Hyrule Castle or Castle Town and do that little area. Right off the the right from where the bridge is, yeah, because we've never upgraded our uh, rupee satchel, <laughs> uh, so we only had ninety nine, and we spent seventy of it with the first race and the wrong horse, and then had to find another seventy rupees or whatever fifty rupees to uh, do the race again. Which uh, I won the second time. So. Yeah, 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 barely. Thank God. He is um he's a bit of a pain in the ass to beat. He's hard. Oh yeah, he is. He's a little shit. The well, first time he's fine. The second time he gives his horse horse steroids or something. And well, then... it's interesting because it's like the horse mechanic is very good until you have to try to control it in a very small area. <laughs> yes, which yes. is what that race is. It's, it's racing around the outside of where the horses are kept, and it's all. I mean, it really is all just a right turn, but it's so like you very bounce funny. off a wall and then all of a sudden <laughs> you're like veering left wildly, yeah. and it's like, it made me give like a. It made me have like a whole new respect for NASCAR. Because like over <laughs> over here thing. in the U- over here in the UK, we're like, oh, you do is turn left. But like, if if NASCAR's anything like trying to control Epona on an N sixty four, I'd like to imagine that instead of a steering wheel, they just have an N sixty four controller in there, and that's how they're. <laughs> <steering wheel. laughs> um, the problem with me is after going through all this frustration of losing and getting rupees and doing that over and over again, I was at the part where I was like, okay, this is the race that I have to win. That I have to to get to get opponent essentially. And I was like, I'm I'm ready. I'm prepared. 
I was, I was sitting there ready to go. And he said, go. I started tapping A as fast as I could, but I wasn't putting, pushing forward on the analog stick. So I was just sitting there tapping A, looking like a dumbass. and like, oh, well, yeah. shit. He did this twice, by the way, where he's just <laughs> tapping A randomly. And I'm like, what are you doing? You have to go forward. I forgot that I needed to push forward, okay? It's a, it's a, um, it's anybody could have made that. Mistake. So eventually, after you know breaking every pot in Hyrule <laughs> to try to get a rupee, we we unlock Epona yes. and jump the fence to to a great escape. Yeah. Oh yes, bad. yes. He, he's a, yeah. he's upset that you've won. He's like, okay, you can keep Epona, but I'm never but letting you'll you leave. Be here forever. And he shuts the gate, and then essentially you jump over the gate, and now you have Epona. Whatever you want. Yeah. Um. And off to Gerudo Fortress. Yeah, so after after that, you head over to Gerudo Valley, and this is where I realized that if you you didn't actually need a Pona. So if you no. do have a Pona, you head up towards Gerudo, Gerudo Valley, and there's a broken bridge that's that's very large. It's very chasm between this bridge, and you can either use the long shot to get across, is what I've learned, or if you have a Pona, a Pona will jump the gap of the bridge. Um, and the scene where a Pona jumps that gap is is wild like that gap i actually thought we wasn't gonna make it (laughs) 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 because the the way they frame it is like you sort of you jump maybe like you make it but opponent still falls (laughs) yeah like you kind of you do you know what it is do you know what it have you played shadow of the colossus yeah i i haven't played up to that point but i know what you're talking about yeah the point with aggro yes um so spoilers i guess for for shadow of the colossus by the way oh was it oh okay yeah um, but there's basically the whole idea is that you are it's, it's very sort of like an early souls game so there are like yeah 10 bosses i think you need to beat in the area or something it has lots of legend of zelda mechanics in it though too yeah so it's like an open area <laughs> and you go from boss to boss and you beat them but it gets to a point at the end of the game where you're on your way back to like what is the main hub and you're riding over this like stone bridge across this mountain that le- connects the area to this castle which is your hub and it starts to fall apart in front of you and your horse like basically throws you off so that you make it but then the horse falls down into this mountain gap he's been and, like, um, this entire game and then the horse just sacrifices himself to, to yeah and it's it's really it's really brutal because like the horse is the one companion you have in the whole but there's no npcs there is nobody else in this world except for this horse this horse is your one companion and it gives its life so that you can survive. Um, it's real sad. But that's that's kind of what I imagined for some reason in my head. I don't know why, because the, the, the way they do the shot is like you're running up and then Epona jumps and there's like a cutscene from like underneath Epona as you watch Epona go over this like mountain sort of gap. Yeah. Um, and I was like, <laughs> oh my God, like is Epona going to like land front legs on and we're going to fall off, and then opponent's going to fall down. <laughs> Slams <laughs> into the side. Flies forward. Uh, a couple things here. Just, uh, just you know, because why not? Uh, <laughs> the fact that they created an entire cutscene for the jump in which opponent makes, but is completely unnecessary. You don't have to do this. You can play this game and never see it. You can just That's launch true. out across. Is wild to me. Second of all, this is probably twice the length of the distance between where you had to, like, break the the thing in the last the pillar, the pillar the and pillar, fall yeah. over we have an item called hover boots <laughs> and like 
perfect opportunity for them to come in handy is is a gap of a bridge that's broken and not even mentioned not even an option <laughs> there was multiple options to get across the bridge and hover boots were not even considered to be one of the things you should use also long shot just another is just another proof that it's it's literally the most overpowered thing in the game oh yeah definitely. like I it's probably don't... one of the most overpowered weapons in any game ever oh, it's yeah. actually yeah. ridiculous and yeah, God, I mean, think about it. You could play this whole game and never even never use a pwn once. You yeah. wouldn't even, or even for the whole yeah. game. You don't even you don't need a pwn for the whole game. No. Well, so far, I don't know about the rest of it, but so far, you don't need. I can't imagine she's going to come in handy for the rest of this game. Yeah, we're about to look really <clears throat> dumb in this next part. Yeah. No. I'm just uh, no <laughs> in, in my memory, because the only things we have left are the spirit temple and then Ganon's fortress. I, I, I don't think you use a pwn either. I could be wrong, though. Anyway, we've spent much too long on this ridiculous detail of this game. Uh, but you jump over... <laughs> it's an important one. Is it now? Yeah. You jump over into the into the Gerudo area. And uh, I'm, I'm really curious of your thoughts of this, Ben, because this whole section is very much like a stealth sequence. And I know it's very, it feels very Metal Gear to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So essentially, you're, you're trespassing in the Gerudo Fortress. Gerudo tribe is primarily women aside from ganondorf i think like, it's not primarily they're it, all women they're all except women, for one except person except for ganondorf i think he's like one of the only male gerudos to ever exist um and immediately when you walk into this place you get caught by a guard you get tossed in, in, in jail essentially and the whole premise is is you have to try to escape this kind of cell that you're in mm-hmm. which which isn't hard no, it's really they, no, they really because there's a big fucking window. window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like why don't you just close the window? If you look up, there's a there's a kind of window with a wooden panel, and you hookshot it, and that's how you escape. Also, in almost yeah. every modern game I've ever played, where you're thrown in jail, the first thing they do is take away your items, and you have yeah. to go like there's Zelda games where that happens, where you have to go Wind Waker, and, yeah, Wind Waker, and go get your your items back. But they're like, no, you can keep on, you can hold on to that long shot, deadly deadly sword that is how you destroy evil's bane. You can keep, that. you can keep that, you can hold on to that. Um, Which is kind of conf- uh, no, no. I'm not going to go into that whole tangent. No, <laughs> you can't trick me. Can't trick no, me. it just it, it it just very quickly to touch on it. It makes you think that like if they are the tribe that belongs to Ganondorf, and they like they are Ganondorf's people, why would they allow you to keep the Master Sword that is the one weapon that stops all evil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. Why did they capture uh, three carpenters? These are all great questions. Yeah, I don't know if that ever is, you know, touched on. No, it is. On. Yes, it is. Because it basically, so, so to kind of go, go back a little bit, before you enter into the area and get captured, there's a small tent to the side. And you can talk to the guy in the tent, and he explains that the bridge is unfinished because his workers left to go and join the Gerudo gang. Because they said that being a thief paid better and sounded more fun than being a carpenter. Which, I mean, fair play. Sounded okay. more fun. Yeah, sure. I understand. Um, get them, their money. But basically, what happened is these carpenters walked into the fortress, tried to join the gang. And because they're men and the gang is an all-female gang, they were like, no, you're not joining us. And so they captured them and put them in prison. And that's why they're stuck in there. <clears throat> and now these good. guys want out. So you're you're freeing them so they can go and finish this bridge. Right. And the whole theme of, you know, the Gerudo being the uh, tribe of just women is like in all of the games going forward too, especially like Breath of the Wild, there's a whole town that you can't get into because you're a man and you have to try to figure out how to access it with, you know, with them not being a man. 
yeah. spoilers, it it ends up Link cross dressing as a woman, so that's exciting. <laughs> I was thinking that's the only way that that would be. Possible, yeah. <laughs> that was your first thought. Uh, yep. Yeah, this is something that that continues through the franchise. Which, which... It's Zelda. Nothing surprises me. I've played one Zelda game and a <laughs> bit like, of just, and my Majora's Mask, and like, yeah. you're like, yep. Um, but I had as again, my only gripes were my own uh, inability to to play the game rather than the game itself. But I really liked this part of the game. The mechanics of, of the Gerudo Fortress was was so much fun. Aside from me being caught every fifteen seconds. Yeah, so you you escape from your prison, and then the idea is that you need to go around and find these carpenters and free the carpenters. And so you'll be going from area to area trying to find these jail cells, and there are patrols nearby. Right. Um, and the walkthrough said to shoot them in the head with an arrow. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know However, I was using the hook shot. Both uh, works. Both. It's all. It's all good. It all does the same thing. They basically they freeze, and it allows you to run past them without being seen. I will. And I will say that the if you shoot them with an arrow, they immediately get stunned and fall to the ground. Yes, this you shoot is them with this a is shot. It kind of just stuns them in place. They, they turn blue, and you have to hit them with your sword or an arrow, and then they go to the ground. Yeah, they do that thing that all the enemies. Which is why I was using the hook shot first because right. um, I knew the hook shot paralyzes enemies. So right. I was like, okay, I can maybe I can paralyze these guys. But then when I was reading reading the walkthrough to try and find the final carpenter, they were like, oh, if you use arrows, they go down and they get knocked out. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, well, that's so much better because then once they're out, they're out. That's it. Yeah. If you use the hookshot and then you hit them with your sword, it's the same effect. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, really? Okay. So you can, yeah. you can stun them and then walk up to them as long as there's none, no other ones that are you know awake around you to see you. If you stun all the ones in the area with your hookshot and then get to them quick enough with your sword, they'll be knocked down. Just they the same f- as with the fall to the ground and have stars over their head. Okay, they're dead. They're just they're just sleeping. Uh, yeah. So the whole point is, you get to these prison cells, and uh, you start talking to the guy, and they're like, "Oh, you know, if you can find a key and free me, and you know, just be careful because there might be Gerudo guards everywhere." Oh my god, there's a Gerudo guard. <laughs> and then, exactly what he says. Falls from the ceiling. Just yeah, they fall from the ceiling. This so far has been my favorite fight of any enemy in oh, this yeah. entire game. So I, I'll, I'll say that the, these ones, the fighting the Gerudo guards, and then one more that we'll experience next week, are probably the best fights. And it's but not the Gerudo guards. They're fight. like they're like dual scimitars. Yeah. Um, and you try and hit them, and the only annoying thing is that they have this one move they do where they kind of gear up, they jump and spin and slash, and if you get hit by that, it's instant knockdown. You get captured back to your cell. And then you get they to go can hit the you thing kind of over. Yeah, it. they can hit you any other time like a normal slash, and you just take a bit of damage. But if they hit you with that spin attack, that is it. Now, it, it, the, it's, oh sorry, continue. No, I was gonna say the one thing I was interested about is I was like, okay, I wonder if I can kind of cheese this a little bit because when you Z lock onto them, they kind of mirror your movements. So as you walk close, they walk further away. So I kind of managed to get her into a corner by like walking towards her and then jump slashing. And I was like, oh, I've got her in a corner. This is it. I could just keep spamming B and cheesing it. Mm-hmm. And she ends up actually f- jumping over me and flipping away into the middle of the room. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. I can't even cheese this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's actually a genuine fight. That's what I really like about this game. Most of the enemies in this game are pretty 
pretty still. It's mostly it's mostly you sitting there and waiting for an action to happen. I'm a bat. <laughs> well, aside, from, aside from the bats that fly into you, but like the sculptures <laughs> that fall from the ceiling, you wait till they turn around. The stolfos as well; they'll still walk around you. But you kind of just have to wait till they're opening. They have an opening to them. With with these guards, they're they kind of move independent of Link. Like they'll run around, they'll roll around, they'll jump at you, and you have to adapt to how they're moving. Yeah, like as much as I said, backflip and you know, dive sword and all that stuff. Yeah, as much as I said, they mirror you. It's it's more. I don't know if you've ever watched like sword fights in movies or like fencing or anything, but it's that kind of like as the enemy gets closer, you kind of back away a little bit to keep your distance between them. Yeah, the only gripe that I have, I stopped using the word gripe. I say that a lot. The only issue I have with it is that sometimes, very infrequently, when I was Z-locked onto the guard and I would move around, it would clip into the wall, yeah. Yeah, I had the same issue. Like, I, I would be, like, moving around in, like, the, the prison bars where the carpenter is. It would, like, all of a sudden pop in my view. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and you, you can't, because of, because of, like, perspective, because that's the foreground and then, like, the background is a lot smaller, you physically, you lose sight of them and you can't see where they are. Which is fine if they don't do that spin attack. If they do that spin attack and hit you, is very annoying. So frustrating. And that's why I did this multiple times, too. Because, like you said, Ben, once you get hit by the spin attack, you have to go all the way back into the little little uh, cage they put you in, hookshot your wake out, and then make your way back to that same room. Yeah. The, the only... I did get done a couple of times. I think about three or four times. But yeah. then I realized that... Um, before they do the spin attack, they have that like wind up animation where they kind of yeah. crouch down, and if you time it right, you can backflip away. Yeah, um, it did happen a couple of times where I backflipped too early, and then they just jumped and got me still as I landed. Yeah, um, so the timing window is really small, but it, it's not like I, d- I don't want people to think it's like undodgeable. Like that's it. No, no, no. And even it at is... that point too, when you backflip. If you do forward and A and do like the lunge slash, because they're kind of stuck in this like idle animation after they do the spin, you can get a hit in. So you can time the yeah. backflip right and go forward. You can get a slash in and they'll be open too. Uh, yeah, I, I did it as well. Like when they were winding up, I, ju- I went forward and like poked and like thrusted them with the sword. Um, uh, and if you can get them when they're doing the animation, it stops the jump. The spin attack, if you have magic, yeah, attack yeah. is a good one. Also arrows. You can just shoot arrows at them and that works. I never thought of that. I don't know why. I think I, I think it's fun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I think they progressively get harder. I, I don't know yes, if you those, this, yeah. but I, I was shooting the first one. I primarily just shot with arrows and essentially killed it with arrows. But the last one that I fought, cause there's four carpenters that are locked up and there's four guards that you have to fight. The last one I fought, fought blocked all of my arrows. I couldn't, I couldn't hit it with arrows at all. So mm-hmm. I had to just use the normal, use normal route. But as I progressed through each of them, I realized that I couldn't just cheese it with arrows. I had to actually fight. Yeah, the the only thing that was kind of annoying was, um, I, I I'm sure there is a pattern to it, but trying to find the carpenters was really fucking annoying. Yeah, especially it's, I think the last one. Well, I guess you can find them really in any order, but uh, maybe the order that the game intended on the last one's kind of tucked away in a spot that you wouldn't you wouldn't really think about climbing. Yeah, because you to the side the outsides of the this fort. Yeah, you kind of you come out of your prison cell and you turn left you go through a corridor and the first one's there and then the idea is you progress through that corridor but then you have to go back outside and then up some bit and then come back in and there's lots of twisting and winding and yeah 
It was good though. But overall, yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. And the logic system of why you can progress makes no sense. So you free the carpenters, and you kill or maim or knock out knock the out. the three uh, scimitar sisters. And I like scimitar sisters as a name. Yes, thank you. It came to me <laughs> in the moment. Uh, and then suddenly, the the leader of the the Gerudo gals uh, comes and is like, wow, <laughs> I, is also a I've one. never met a man who is so sneaky." Other than the great Ganondorf himself, here's a pass to be part of our our culture. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah, because they don't like, they don't take you in as part of the gang. They're like, you're not part of the Gerudo gals. You, but you, get like a, like a you can walk around. Like you're cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get you get a you get a day pass to the to the Gerudo village. And I'm like, what? First of all, I just killed or maimed or knocked out like <laughs> eight of your villagers. And she's impressed. And she's like. Good. Good for you. Golf it's clap. not just that. She's been watching you the whole time. Yeah. She said, she's like, I've been watching you and I've never seen anyone this sneaky. Like, what? How have you just <laughs> watched me come into your complex, maim four of your scimitar sisters? <laughs> or knock out. And, or four, kill. <laughs> and then free four of your prisoners. Yeah. It's, and it's, I'm carrying fucking master sword that's going to kill your master. And you're like, no, you're cool. Don't worry. That one, he's a cool one. Let him go. Like, okay. Uh, yeah. And then they build a bridge. Plot. Plot. Yeah, that, that reason is wearing thinner and thinner every time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, as Kai alluded to, you have now freed the carpenters. They're like, I don't want to be a thief because that's a scary job. And they finish the bridge. Now you don't need opponent to walk across the bridge. Which is unnecessary. There's no reason to finish the bridge. You can jump across with Pona so that... Also, you can use the long shot. long shot. No reason you needed to free them. Could have skipped the whole thing. Could have just left the damn area because you go through the gate anyway. But you know, well, you know because you you need you need the gate to open. You need to talk right. to the Gerudo guard at the top, don't you? But again, yeah. I guess you could just kind of shoot her with an arrow and then yeah, unlock and then the open gate the yourself. Stuff. Yeah, or just use the long shot. To like climb the wall or something. It's all wood. Or play or play Zelda's lullaby. I'm sure that does. Yeah, something. of course. <laughs> and then the wood just dissolves into glitter, and you just walk in. Everyone knows that's how that works. Oh, uh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, or Sheik could give you the fucking song to teleport you to the spirit temple. That'd be amazing. That's true. Uh, that would also be convenient. Or you could just know it because you know in that game, that's also a thing. It you just know, comes out of the universe. Yeah, from someone who you taught it to in the future, despite the fact you don't know it. <laughs> That was <laughs> this week's episode in a nutshell. He yeah. summed it up real well. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Oh, I would like to add an addendum and something I forgot to add. Uh, Bongo Bongo. Uh, this is a conspiracy theory. This has not been proven, but it's something I read on the internet, so it must be true. Uh, <laughs> supposedly, Bongo Bongo is the master of Wall Masters, which is why they don't appear at any other part in the game after you defeat Bongo Bongo. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a fun aside uh, to to that. But yeah. I hope that's true because that would actually that would actually be. Quite I think cool. it is. I don't think. I think in Ganon's castle there isn't any wall masters at all. Yeah. So after you after you beat Bongo Bongo, he's like the 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 root being to all the different wall masters, and they no longer exist as you've defeated him. Which good. Is, which is good riddance. Cool. They're gross little I, hands. I'm gonna have to sit here and eat my dinner and look into the lore and conspiracy theory of Bongo Bongo. But oh, see, yeah. that's what's great about Zelda is you now you want to know about that stuff. That's not what's great about Zelda. Playing it is fun. The, yeah, but also the, the lore. Look the, at my shelf. The inconsistent deep well of conspiracy theories. You have a shelf of lore, Jared? 
Or do you have a shelf? Oh, yeah, of I have like all of the he, Zelda he has books. All of the Hyrule Historias uh, that have been released with all of their oh. encyclopedia. I guarantee you, none of those books fill a single plot hole of Ocarina. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely not. not. No. <laughs> it just says in big letters. It says just ignore the plot holes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it just says plot, and then they yeah. flip to the next page, and you're like, oh. Well. Nintendo have never acknowledged the plot holes. No. Because plot. Um. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was our leg this week. We finished up the bottom of the well, did the second to last dungeon, the Shadow Temple, and we went through the Garuda Fortress, which was actually a, a lot of fun and some of and our we favorite made fights some so far. Friends along the way, we did. We met some carpenters. Yeah. I thought you said maimed some friends along. You maimed some. Well, that too. <laughs> well, that too. We also did that. Uh, um, we learned Epona is more significant uh, than hover boots at yes. being able to gap ledges. We also learned that Epona is also not very important. Not in this game. necessary at all. Not necessary at all. No. But in next week's episode, the final episode of The Legend of Zelda, dun, dun, dun. Ocarina of Time, we will be going out and fighting the spe- oh, Spirit Temple. I almost said Shadow. <laughs> You know it's not going to be in the spirit. You're right. Yeah. Spirits. Uh, I know the boss of the spirit temple, and it is in the spirit. Shocking. <laughs> Spoilers for everybody. Spoiler. The thing you fight in the temple has nothing to do with the name I guess, of the temple. I guess that's what your defini- definition of spirit is. We'll get there next week, guys. Don't worry about it. Was uh, this just a giant liquor bottle? <laughs> is, that, is, that what, is that what you're talking about? No. It's just a big uh, we're, going, we're going to get through the spirit temple... And take on Ganon's castle and defeat Ganondorf. And save the princess. And save the princess. Save Zerlda. And, and, and hopefully pal with Sheik. Be friends with Sheik. Yeah. Because he's, he's just a stand-up guy. <laughs> he's pretty cool. I like him. Yeah, he is great. Saltro is taking much longer. It took us five episodes in to use the correct pronoun for Sheik, just so we're clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just looking. I'm like, damn, this is the long hour and fifty two. This is like the longest well, we talked episode. for like forty minutes prior to record to yeah. actually starting. Un- unfortunately, so. I really polished off an entire pot of coffee before starting, so I was, <laughs> so like, I was oh. much more alert than I normally am. <laughs> Guys, make sure to follow us on social media and Instagram and Twitter at PlayAlongPod to get updated when we post. Uh, see sections of the games that we're playing that week and what games we're going to play next because the next game after Legend of Zelda we're playing is Metal Gear Solid. What? What are you laughing at? My, my, I, my, I was trying to build up the I, hype. I thought you were going to forget and you're like, the next game <laughs> is... <laughs> Uh, prepare to, to prepare to have me gush over that game so damn much. It's unreal. We're excited. We're excited to experience one of Ben's favorite games. Uh, I hope that on. there is not as many plot holes. That is my. Um, figure that out. Let's be we'll, f- we'll find out. I'll be honest with you, right? So I've I've played Metal Gear Solid many many times. Um, however, I've not played it since being a, a, like an adult or an adolescent. I think the last time I played it, I was probably about fourteen. Um, and I'm, you know, just through like writing news stories about games and reviewing them and stuff. Like I'm a lot more critical now than I was back then. So it's going to be interesting to kind of to go into it'll, this game that it'll I pretty love much so be much. flipped. Because this uh, Metal Gear is to Ben as Ocarina is to me. I was like, this game's great. But I forget a lot of things and a lot of plot holes that were in this. So what you're saying is that he'll just be sitting there having to justify the poor decision making of of game developers in 1998 for six weeks. 
I was surprised. I actually, <laughs> I actually went through and I played up to. There's one specific point I was worried about um, us emulating, right? And I went through to play it, and I skipped all of the cutscenes, and I managed to get to that point in 55 minutes, which is apparently four and a half hours in game time. Oh wow! So, um, we can still there's Metal Gear there's, a, there's a lot of dialogue then, and a lot of cutscenes. Oh, a lot. Uh, we're not a lot of notes when we play this. <laughs> yeah, God. This is why I'm saying that the 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 walkthrough. I need to split it up in such a way because say there's six hours, it's genuinely going to be about three and a half hours of cutscene probably. Like it's a very it's a very plot heavy game. I'm looking I'm forward to it. Um, I'm ready. I'm pumped. The plot is <laughs> the plot is very complex. It is very complex, and there's a lot of twisting and weaving. But I don't remember any major plot holes. Um. There are some things that you need to do to make the game make sense. I'll, I'll talk about them uh, next week before we jump into it. Yeah. Um, because there's there's some research that I recommend you do before we play. Good to know. Good to Jesus. know. Well, we are. We have to study. For, yeah. Uh, solid. No, we have to. We have to <laughs> quiz chat. Quiz, oh yeah, quiz <laughs> chat. Quiz chat. Um, that, was, yeah. that was for no one. Because no, apparently was, that's was, not even culturally relevant was, in England. It's, it's that is that is only for people who've watched the episode of Good Girls. That <laughs> yeah, so I mean, just to say, like, before this, the, the guys were asking me if I knew what quiz chatting was, because apparently it's what us in Europe call studying. I've never heard it. If you live in the UK and you've heard the term quiz chat, f- find the, 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 the Play Along Pod. Is it out like, at Play Along Pod? Yep. Play along pod. Yeah. Get, drop them tweet and say, like, yeah, I live in this area. Don't be specific. Just, I live in this area and I use quiz chat. And we'll, uh, we'll send you something. No problem. Don't give me <laughs> false promises. <laughs> You'll probably get a tweet from me asking for proof that you're actually from the UK because nobody in the UK uses that. I need a license. <laughs> I want to see a birth certificate. I want to see where you live. <laughs> Okay, guys, uh, uh, Play Along Podcast is now available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Even we, Overcast. Even Overcast, which I thought was a podcast about the weather, weather. which isn't. Yeah. It's a podcasting platform. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, go on iTunes, make sure to rate and subscribe. We just got taken off of Overcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, not these fuckers. <laughs> Let us know if you're playing along with us, your thoughts on the game, and what games we should play. Until next time, guys, we'll see you later. Peace. Bongo, bongo. Bongo, bongo. <laughs> bye bye. bye. bye.